Welcome to Dodgers Homestand, your behind-the-scenes look at what makes the Dodgers Stadium experience so special for baseball fans and ball players alike. A unique perspective on Dodgers baseball from someone who's there for every home game and who has one of the best seats in the house. And now, your host, the public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, the voice of God in blue heaven on earth, Todd Lights. Hey, thanks for stopping by the PA booth here at Dodgers Stadium where the Dodgers have just wrapped up a six-game homestand with a 7-3 come-from-behind victory over the Minnesota Twins. And the Dodgers take the three-game series from the Twins two games to one. James Outman had the big blow in the bottom of the seventh inning, hitting a two-out grand slam home run to put the Dodgers ahead for good. Then Evan Phillips came in and slammed the door shut, and the Dodgers win 7-3 before a crowd of 36,434, a small crowd by Dodger Stadium standards. It was sunny skies and 69 degrees at game time, and the game lasted 2 hours and 49 minutes, so a pretty quick and brisk game here at Dodger Stadium. Another come-from-behind victory for the Dodgers, who improved their record to 28-16, first place in the National League West and the best record in the National League. So James Outman was two for four with the go-ahead Grand Slam homer in the seventh. Mookie Betts had a good day. He was two for three, a triple, RBI, and a run scored. Will Smith was two for four. He's got a 16-game on-base streak. And the real story of the day, though, was Dustin May, who left after the first inning pitched with an elbow injury that was described as a flexor pronator strain. It's unclear how long he'll be sidelined as a result of that injury and how serious it is. Dave Roberts, after the game, said he was going to check back with Dustin May and the medical staff on the plane as they head off to St. Louis. But clearly, you have to have some concern. Dustin May came back from a pretty serious injury and has been pitching very well. He's obviously a very important part of the Dodger rotation, so they can ill afford to lose a pitcher right now at this juncture of the season. We're just over a quarter of the way through the season. A bit of bright news, though, was the performance, the Dodgers Stadium debut of Dylan Covey, who uh, the Dodgers picked up just recently, just because they've been kind of thin in the pitching ranks. He pitched four innings, gave up five hits, two runs. They were earned runs. Only walked one guy and struck out three. So he gave the Dodgers some innings that they really needed. But Covey hit the wall in the sixth inning and left the game with the bases loaded and nobody out. They called on Victor Gonzalez to come in and clean up the mess, and he was fantastic and was able to get out of that inning with no further damage. So that was really a big lift for the Dodgers. Then Caleb Ferguson, Bruce Dar Gratterall, and Evan Phillips wrapped up the game, only allowed one further run to cross the plate. So the Dodgers finish up the homestand with five wins and one loss which is really great. They're now 11-1 in their last 12 games at Dodger Stadium, and they continue to find ways to win and make things work. For example, in that bottom of that seventh inning, Emilio Pagan came in to pitch for the Twins in relief, and he quickly struck out Mookie Betts looking on three pitches. Then he struck out Freddie Freeman on three pitches. So there were two outs. Dodgers were down 3-2. to two. Will Smith came up, hit a single. Max Muncie singled. Jason Hayward drew a walk, loading the bases. Again, there's two outs here. Miguel Vargas drew a really good walk, drove in a run with his walk. And then James Outman came up and drilled a ball 
to straight center field for a grand slam that put the Dodgers ahead for good. The Dodgers now fly off to St. Louis to take on the St. Louis Cardinals. Then they got to go down to Atlanta and then up to Toronto. So they'll not be back to Dodger Stadium until May 29th where they've got games against the Washington Nationals. And then guess who comes to town? The New York Yankees. So that should be very exciting homestand coming up starting on May 29th. You may want to make your plans to be here. And you can get your tickets at MLB.com slash Dodgers slash tickets. And those uh, Yankee tickets are going to be a hot ticket for sure. But if you act now, you can get in here and enjoy this beautiful atmosphere at Dodger Stadium. We had quite a lot of activity here at Dodger Stadium during this homestand. It was a big one, obviously a tense, taut series against the division rival San Diego Padres. The Dodgers outplayed them in many, many ways, uh, but it still was uh, kind of a playoff atmosphere here at Dodger Stadium for those three games. And then when the Twins came to town, we had Mexican Heritage Night, which is always a huge night here. I described all the stuff that went on during Mexican Heritage Night uh, in my last episode of Dodgers Homestand. But uh, there was a lot going on here. So this was a this was a big homestand, a lot of fun. And then we ended it up with this day game, which only saw about 36,434 fans show up because it was in the middle of the day on a work day. And you don't expect to see a huge crowd like we had uh, last night on Mexican Heritage Night. We had a sellout crowd of 52,159. But it was a gorgeous day out here. Sunny and 69 degrees at game time. Just a great day to hang out and watch a ball game here at Dodger Stadium, and of course, to watch the Dodgers win. In my last episode, I didn't mention our military hero because there was so much going on otherwise in the pregame, but uh, our military hero of the day today was United States Army Staff Sergeant Jason Todas, who enlisted in the Army in 2010. He was a fire support specialist at Fort Hood, Texas. He then served in Vilsack, Germany with the 2nd Cavalry Regiment, and in 2013, he was deployed to the Middle East, then changed his duty station to South Korea, where he served as a targeting sergeant. Then he kept on climbing up the ranks as a forward observer and a fire support sergeant at Fort Drum Army Base in New York. And now he's working here in the Los Angeles area in Army recruiting. And he was joined here at the ballpark today by his family and friends. So we honored Staff Sergeant Todas. We thanked him for his service, sacrifice, and dedication to our country. And I trust that he had a good time at the ballpark today. We also had Ryan Seacrest here of uh, American Idol fame, KISS FM fame. He was out in the stands handing out a prize package to Lucky Row winners today. And that prize included tickets for the best seats in the house and a three-month supply of Health-Aid Kombucha, which is the product that he is now associated with. So Ryan Seacrest in the house, and he actually delivered the words that are recited before each and every game here at Dodger Stadium. It's time for Dodger Baseball. Other than that, it was a pretty straightforward pregame ceremony after all the pomp and circumstance of Mexican Heritage Night last night. But a great day, great win for the Dodgers. And it made me think of the fan experience here at Dodger Stadium, which is really we really try to make sure is second to none. And a big part of that is our fan services staff. And I had a chance to talk to one of our fan services personnel. Her name is Elita Boston. And here's our conversation. You seem to be a perfect person to be in fan service because there's a warmth and a sunniness about you. So I, I met, that's why I wanted to talk to you because you're a big part of the fan experience here because 
you guys are on the front lines of helping the fans get from place to place. How, what do you see as your main job here? I believe that our main job as fan services, like you said, we are the first eyes that the fans see. We greet them even before the ushers and um, the ticket takers. Um, we're to set the vibe for their experience here at the stadium. Um, we know they're going to hear your amazing voice. They're going to hear Dita Rule on the organ and um, DJ Severe. So me, personally, I'm out there like a big cheerleader. I'm like getting them all hype, excited, having them root for our team, tease the other opponents, teams a little bit, and make it all good fun. All good fun. Do you have a specific section that you always work in so you deal with maybe season ticket members and stuff like that? Um, I love working the right plaza, but this season I've been moved all over, so I get a little taste of all the fans all over the place. What's your favorite area of Dodger Stadium, either to work or just to like kind of chill out? I love Centerfield. Centerfield is like the party zone. Like when um, today, for instance, is Sunday, and um, we have um, Viva Los Dodgers, and it's just a party. You get in there, you get giveaways, we have the band playing, the um, DJ is there. We sometimes have the studio guys there doing their live broadcast, so it's amazing. So it's, And I haven't been able to be out there in the pregame or before because I'm doing my thing. Yes. So, you know, I don't get to see all these great things. And that's why it's so fun for me to do this podcast, because I get to reach out to those of you who are out there enjoying the, the atmosphere and helping to make the atmosphere. So um, so thanks for sharing that with me. Um, what what would you like the fans that come to Dodger Stadium to know from from your perspective? What 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 would be something that would help make your job easier and help make their fan experience better? I think the biggest thing now is the bag issue. Mm -hmm. So just recognize what you can bring in the stadium and not have to go back to your vehicle because we want you guys to come here and have a safe and memorable experience. And, you know, that starts when you leave your car, when you come and approach us. You know, I want you guys to be happy and get in there for the baseball magic because it's always magical here at Dodger Stadium. So let's just clarify that. Uh, the, there's a rule that you can't just bring a certain size bag in here because you might, who knows what you might be packing in there. Yeah. So so the, the recommendation is just to get like a clear bag that the security yes. can see right through and so forth, right? Clear bag, and the clear bag cannot be larger than a 12 by 12 by 6 inches. 12 by 12 by 6 inches. Make a note of it. <laughs> yes, make <laughs> a note. 12 by 12 by 6. If you do have a bag that's not clear, it can only be eight by six by two inches. And we do allow diaper bags that are not clear. Okay, so um, what happens, is there a place that people like could stow their purse or backpack or something if, yes. if they don't wanna go back to their car? But that's limited, right? Yeah, it's, um, we have a truck that is a mobile locker truck that's in parking lot H over near the 76 station. So, and it's a $10 fee, credit card only. Or else go back to your car and, and go back to and your deal. car. But we do get a lot of fans that are traveling um, here and they come here to see a game just before they're leaving the country. So they'll have their luggage. <laughs> and so they have to definitely take it over there to the mobile locker. Can you handle so like a, a yeah. carry-on suitcase? Yeah, they have the suitcases, they take them all in. What do you think makes the Dodger Stadium experience so special for fans and even ballplayers? I, I've been a fan since I was eight years old, and I just always love coming here. Um, 
it was wild being in the bleachers where they were not connected to the rest of the stadium and then making the move from the bleachers to the rest of the stadium. It's like I can save up and buy my ticket and be with all the other people. And, and just the history, we're the third oldest stadium. And that says a lot. You know, we've improved our stadium, but we also um, are rich in history. And, um, and we just have a lot to see here. You know, it's the fifth floor museum that I didn't know about when I was just a fan. So I'm definitely telling everyone that I can tell when they come in the stadium to go check out all the stuff, especially if they're here early. You know, we had the, the statues mm-hmm. that people don't know are there. Out in center field. Out in center Jackie field, Robinson Jackie Robinson and, and, and Sandy Kovac. Yeah. Perfect game. The retired number series up at top deck. People don't know that. You know, if you're just coming for a game, right. even our regulars don't know that that's there. So that's kind of your job is to kind of like maybe hip them to all that kind of good exactly. stuff. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I do. I, I try to give all the knowledge that I have to our fans so they can make it the experience that they want. I think it's really special that somebody who came here as a kid is now working here and passing on that love for Dodger Stadium to anybody who walks through the When we see fans from other teams and stuff, mm-hmm. I like to welcome them and, and make them feel as comfortable yes. as, as our own fans. Yes. Because we're all baseball fans. Yeah, right? especially the Giants and now the Padre fans. You want to kill them with kindness. Uh, <laughs> you make them come in and say, oh, we love you and we're going to beat you. But we still love you. But we still uh, love and you. And we'll take your money. We'll take your money, <laughs> and we'll take the victory. What's the most challenging part of your job? The most challenging, um, like, I pretty much take everything and process it. So I, I guess the most challenging thing would be if you just have a fan that's just upset and there's nothing I can do to help them, and they take out whatever their experience is out on us. And, you know, I feel bad that I wasn't able to um, turn it around for them. Mm, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. You know, in a way, that's kind of, you know, it's like being, you know, at, at, a, at the desk at an airport when the, the flight is canceled. It's not your fault, but you're there and people are, are yelling. In fact, you yes. have a colleague that works for the airlines, too, yeah, don't you? Yeah, Regina. She is my Dodger Stadium bestie, and she works for um, United. Hey, Regina. And, um, yeah, she deals with a lot, but she kills it with kindness also. That's what you got to do, I guess. Yes, yes. Have you ever had, a, a, like, a, a moment where you've been frightened if there were, like, a brawl broke out in front of you or near you? Did you ever feel No, like- I just jump into action. I'm like, okay, I want the fans to go away from this. So I try to get in front of my flashlight and direct them away from whatever's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But things have changed here over the, the recent years. I mean, it seems like there used to be a lot of brawls and a lot of stuff, but nowadays it seems like security's got Yeah, they're on it. Out. They're visible. You know, they're in the parking lots on their little um, shuttles, and they are walking through the stadium with their security on their back. Um, they're just really visible, and then they have us, and we have our signage around the stadium for fan services. So if there's anything that a fan sees that's going on, they can text us. So they don't have to get up and walk away and be visible at, like they're a tattletale. They can just text us, and we can get over to them. We'd like fans to know that they can do that, and that's a really good point. Yes, yes, and if you just see the little signs, they have the phone numbers, text numbers. You can call us, um, contact us, and then we can get security over to the area. Where would you like to see your career here at Dodger Stadium go? Are you happy right where you are, or is there some other 
place you aspire to be within this organization? I'm definitely happy where I am, but I am open to options. So I'm definitely going to look into what else um, this organization has to offer me and see if I can make a move because I am at my five years. So. So is there anything you want to add uh, that I haven't asked you about that you really like to say to either the fans or just in general? Um, just that I'm totally honored to be part of the podcast. Um, we love hearing your voice. You um, take us through the stadium, when, especially when we're working out in the parking lot greeting. It's like, okay, it's um, 651 because you just announced, you know, said hello to everyone. So we definitely love hearing your voice. And then we hear the music. Um, and you guys definitely help us to set up the vibe. Nice. Well, that's what we try to do. Oh, my favorite thing, though, are the flyovers. Flyovers are cool. Oh, my God. They're so, I mean, the energy that they give to the crowd, and I start jumping up like I'm 10 again, and and they're jumping up. They're like, oh, my God, look at her. She's, like, out of control. <laughs> well, you're a fan, and, and you just have the excitement, too, just like, just like yeah. everybody else. Yeah. Um, another thing I love is running into the legends here at the stadium. It's like you see Fernando Valenzuela just talking to me yesterday. I was like, oh my goodness, he's talking to me. And then Jim Hill, a local broadcaster, gave me a big hug as he was leaving the stadium yesterday. I think he think he knows me <laughs> from somewhere because <laughs> he's always giving me a hug and a, a big hello. Well, there's something about you. So, <laughs> you know, I'm sure it comes through to the fans. It obviously comes through to the rest of us here. And uh, thank you. I really appreciate you taking some time with me, Alita. Oh, I appreciate you being asked. This is amazing. Well, that's Alita Boston from our fan services department. They really do a great job making sure the fans know where to go and they can handle any kind of problem or question you might have as a fan. It's their job to make sure that your visit here to Dodger Stadium is second to none, and they really do a great job. So the Dodgers defeat the Twins 7-3 today on May the 17th, 2023 on a day game. They've improved their record to 28-16, their first place in the National League West, the best record in the National League, and now they hit the road for series in St. Louis. they got a four-gamer in St. Louis. Then they fly down to Atlanta and then back up to Canada to take on the Toronto Blue Jays. So we've got a little bit of a break here on Dodgers' homestand, but I've got a treat for you coming up, and uh, we may do another special road trip edition of Dodgers' homestand with a pretty special interview that I'm excited for you to hear. I'd also love to hear from you about what you'd like to hear more of or less of here on Dodgers Homestand. So just uh, reach out through wherever you get your podcasts and leave a like, leave a comment, reach out to me. Let me know what you think, because I'm doing this for you. In the meantime, we'll see you at the ballpark. Thank you for listening to Dodgers Homestand with stadium announcer Todd Lights, taking you behind the scenes at Chavez Ravine and giving you a bird's eye view of Dodgers baseball both on and off the field. Join us for our next episode, and if you haven't already, subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts.